welcome to this Xbox Life episode 204, podcast of two, the EA cartel. I am Mark, also known as Wingman709 on Xbox Live, and I got a pretty special show for you because, you know, well, first of all, I got to say this. Rob, is, as y'all know, I talked to him last, you know, when him and I came back and started the show again last week, and he bails on me this week. I mean, it's it's only our second week back, and he's already taken a vacation on me. So, thankfully, we have an amazing community, and uh, so with me, first of all, is uh, Jacob. Hey guys, Doc Offender here. So I think you all recognize that voice. And uh, also from hailing from the Great White North is Stuart. Carbide. How's it going, guys? So, now you've been on here with us before, right? Once. Once. So One of that community one, I think, in February or something like that. Right. So, um, so I can't say it is our first Canadian. Well, you are our first Canadian podcaster, but you're just back for a second time. Yeah, so I like to do that. So uh, thanks to you guys for filling in. See, and, and Rob is just so amazing. I had to get two people to fill in for him. So, <laughs> so all you guys got to remember is that you guys just don't say anything during the show, and you'll be a perfect. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I got to say, I think Rob did outstanding last week. He 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 stepped it up, and I think he really chipped in. And what did you guys think? Uh, it was Actually, pretty good. Like uh, he just talked more. If not, then it'd be like the Wingman podcast with uh, pre-star commentary, pretty much. <laughs> That's yeah. not a bad idea. Maybe we should change the name of the show. No, um, no, yeah, we we enjoyed. We had a great time too. Um, miss we miss Brun, but Brun said I talked to him. He was almost gonna fill in tonight, but he was just swamped. I'm like, dude, I got the community. They're they're jumping in, so. He said probably uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, maybe in a month or so, he'll be back uh, to join us, but it won't be on a normal routine. But I did tell him he's got an open open seat here. We got a mic specially open. No one's using, specially reserved for him only. So, But anyways, let's move on. Um, I'm going to let you guys start it out. Um, but Jacob, what did you uh, play this week? Well, first I played some Assassin's Creed Brotherhood multiplayer boosting session with the Achievement Hounds, boosting community, and then uh, me, you, Elite, and um, who else played? Oh, Democulus. Uh, we all played Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City on professional difficulty, which was quite fun and a little ragey for others. We why, played, why was it what? so much fun for you? Oh, because uh, I sucked and just ran around and killed people and got downed every ten minutes. So that was oh, fun. I meant because how like I had played the game. You oh, played yes. for the very first time and we stick it on professional. <laughs> and yeah, you, was... you're like rank zero <laughs> with no weapons, no upgrades. <laughs> I didn't even get any special abilities, which everyone else had. I had nothing, so I just was lowballing it, just kind of. Running around and killing people as best as I can, and I ranked up probably about like ten levels, I think. So it was pretty good. Yeah, we still made really good progress. Um, that game's a lot of fun in a group, and I'm looking forward to finishing it. Definitely. Uh, next up, I played uh, Sonic Ultimate Genesis Collection. It's just an achievement game that I got from Vire Games. Nothing special. Uh, I was going through my arcade games, and I played a little bit of Magic, and I got an achievement on that. So 
That was kind of interesting. I didn't know how to play it. Still don't know how to play it. Just press the A button pretty much. And then I played some Raymond Origins. If you guys haven't played that, check it out. I uh, got it during the Best Buy blowout game blowout sale for 10 bucks, and I thought it was really worth it. It's a side-scroller platformer, and it's just a lot of fun. Cool. And I'm, I think what's going to happen before this podcast is over, I'm probably going to revert to calling you Dark Eye and Carbide, because that's what I call you online. And I, have, I keep having to look at my window. What's his name? Stuart. Oh, and Jacob. <laughs> it just so if I revert back and forth, just you know, you guys know who I'm talking to. <laughs> just go with the flow. So Carbide, what have you been playing this week? Oh, pretty not much, but uh, <clears throat> I did some Battlefield Three. Just had an itch to kind of play that, so I took out uh, Ghost Recon for a change and threw in that. And then uh, Crisis 1, just uh, uh, to games on demand. I just threw that in there and popped a couple of achievements. And uh, Real Steel, the demo I play with my uh, my little boys. They just love love uh, Adam and Noisy Boy just beating the crap out of each other. So, But other than that, nothing really. It's just been a hectic week for me so, and tiring. So I, th- I think that's about it. Cool. Yeah. I've got a couple under my belt this week. I don't, and you know what? I honestly don't know how I got all this in because it's been a crazy week here. But somehow I got a lot of gaming in. But something I want to talk about first, because this was fun beyond belief, and some things that I got to play with yesterday, was I went out to the range and got to shoot my newly purchased Mosin Nagat Russian World War II rifle. Um, this thing is sweet, <laughs> and I got the sore shoulder to prove it. Um, I also got to shoot a, a Smith and Wesson M&P 1522, which I recently bought as well. Uh, took my eight-year-old out, and it was the first time he ever shot a weapon, and he did really good with it, and he had a great time. And of course, I shot the old Springfield XDM 9 millimeter as well. Um, it was funny because I posted a video. I know you guys both saw it on the Facebook of my son shooting for the first time and uh soul assassin made a comment asking when the this second amendment life podcast is going to start and i was like you know what that sounds just like a grand idea i think i might just have to do that so so we may we may just have to start doing that uh i don't know if there's enough call for it out there but we may in the future so that was my real world playing, but virtually, as you heard from Dark Eye, played Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Also played some Zuma's Revenge. I go in each week to play the challenge. I uh, got some Syndicate in. I got a lot of Syndicate in this week. Um, been helping out some of the Achievement Hounds uh, that are needing help with the expert levels and getting through the game. Having a lot of fun. Played NASCAR Unleashed. Um, that was very different. Man, that's a talk about rubber banding. But uh I don't know if you guys have played this game, but this is not like a typical NASCAR game. But it was kind of fun up to a point and then it just got ridiculous where I just couldn't I couldn't finish high enough because uh, the cars are just, you know, rubber band and slamming into you and it just got kinda old. Um so I ended up sending that one packing. 
play some Sniper Elite V2 uh, so that Comrade could get all her uh, online co-op stuff done. So we worked on that this weekend. Played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood multiplayer. Played that with some of the Achievement Hounds. Um didn't that didn't go there were so many people trying to get into those boosting sessions. They had several sessions going. Really? Yeah, and they actually had to get rid of some people. And I was like, dude, I'll get out. Boy, I felt bad because like Mojo Red got on and he was signed up for it. And um you know, he's over in Europe. And it was like four in the morning his time or something. And they like sent him packing because they did they had too many people. And he's oh, like, no well, I'll go. And I'm like, dude, no, 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 Mojo, stay in. I said, I'll get out. I, I don't need this, you know? So, because I'm like, I don't really care. I thought I'd just play some Brotherhood multiplayer. Yeah. You know, knock out a few achievements. Why not? But I'm like, it's not that big of a deal for me. So, But he bailed. He jumped out. So I had to send him a message. And I'm like, Mojo, come back in. You take my place. It's not it's not that big of a deal. And he's like, no worries. Just hit me up next time you're playing. And the dude's like super cool, man. He's like, and I was just like, okay, you know, but I I felt bad. I was like, this guy got up so early. Um, And it's not not like they kicked him on purpose, but him and I had signed up through the Facebook, and, like, everybody else went through the Achievement Hounds forum. So I think they didn't realize that him and I were coming in. Yeah, I got to do that. I got one last one to do before uh, AC3 comes out. That's my kind of goal before before it comes out is just to get – all the Assassin's Creed 100%ed. I got one left at Brotherhood, and that's it. I think they got some more sessions coming up this week, so you might want to uh, hop over there and see what they got going on. Yeah, I should. I should. Um, I also played Inversion. I picked that up just because Democulus is like, hey, I need to do the co-op. And so him and I, we I got it in, and we, we played last night for the first time. We went through the first seven chapters on the hardest level, on the hardest setting, like in two hours. I was like, wow, both of us were like, well, this is just not hard. So we'll probably have that wrapped up next weekend when I get back. So. <laughs> but um, the last game that I played, I wanted to talk about. It's an arcade game title. of the week. My game of the week, yeah, I guess. I, I still don't know how to feel about it, but because, boy, I was my, – my opinion of this game switched 180 degrees in a matter of a few days. I downloaded Deadlight. I was going to, I downloaded that in hybrid, was going to check them out for the show, at least do the demos, had no intention of buying either one of them. I instantly liked Deadlight. It reminded me of Shadow Complex with zombies, essentially. It's almost like Walking Dead meets Shadow Complex, Um, but without all the, you know, picking and choosing that you get with um, Walking Dead, but... It, it, the game, I started playing it. Next thing I know, I'm spending 1,200 Microsoft points on this thing. I'm talking it up to everybody. I'm loving this game. I can't stop playing this game. I go to bed thinking about this game. I come back to it the next day. And I pretty much am now cursing this game. <laughs> um, there, And what it was, and I think I figured out that it may be my controller, possibly. But um, it's like if you don't hold your left thumbstick directly, I mean perfectly to the right. And I think, and as I and I think I figured this out uh, during one of the things where you have to run through this building. You're trying to get through this building. You gotta you gotta do wall jumps, leap over over walls, and get out while the building's collapsing. And if it collapses on you, of course you're dead. 
And you have to basically hit all this timing and these jumps perfectly. And I just couldn't get it. I was just getting frustrated. And uh, I think if it's almost like you don't – Maybe I think I have my, my uh, thumbstick. When I'm pushing to the right, I'm more – for some reason, I tend to go a little more to the upper right kind of, you know, almost like a northeast kind of di- direction. So I think part of it was me. Because it's only going to take it if you're perfectly pointing east, perfectly to the right, okay, on on the on your D-pad or on your thumbstick. And then, but even when you get that, it's like it has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect for you to make that. There, there's very if you miss your first wall jump, you're you're screwed. You, there's not you can't do it the second time and clear and get out of the building in time. You just don't. There's not enough time. So it was really frustrating that at the end of the game. That they, they, they really amped up with, you know, you're getting overwhelmed by not only zombies, but now you've got like these army dudes shooting at you. Um, you've got all this perfect platforming that you have to do perfectly timed, and it just really frustrated me. Now I, I kept with it and finished the game. Um, and then even went back and to finish up the collectibles that I had missed. But it was such a great game that I got, it ruined for me at the very end. You know, by the, the, the little perfect platforming, because the whole game up to that point wasn't like that. There was parts where you had to do wall jumps, but it there, there wasn't a lot of this, you got to hit it perfect or you're going to fail. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys played, either one of you played Deadlight? You told me to not buy it, don't even play it, so don't even. <laughs> <laughs> that was on my Rage Night, though. I have not. It. I have not. Well, it's it's fifteen bucks, which is, I think it's kind of steep for the fact that it's not really that long of a game. But it was a really good arcade title. It, it's just that platforming stuff at the end that bothered me, and you know maybe again I, I'm going to contribute most of that to me now that I've calmed down and my rage has gone away. I really think most of it was just me. So I really don't want to fault the game. So my my evaluation of it would be try it out. Definitely try this. Definitely get the demo and try it out. If you enjoy it for the time that you have the demo, then you will most likely enjoy the rest of the game. If you liked Shadow Complex, I think you're really you're gonna this is it. You're gonna to want to get this game. Uh, if you like zombies Especially if you like Zombies and Shadow Complex, it's, it's this is a no-brainer. You got to get it. It was a really good game. It probably was the best of the uh, Summer of Arcade. Um, I have no, I haven't tried Hybrid yet. I still have it downloaded. I'll get to it. But um, this was really good. So I, I will say, Jacob, check it out. Um, and if you do decide to get it, I'm definitely not going to knock you for it. I know Democulus really loved the game. He enjoyed it. And if you want achievement points, it's an easy 400. Um, easy as they're all attainable. You know, you get most of them just for going through the game, and then there's a couple collectible things. So it's not hard stuff at all. But, yeah, based on, like, everyone's opinions, I think it'll be at like at most or least a must-buy for a deal of the week. It's definitely it, – I think that $15 price is the part that I have a – a problem, you know, saying yes, go get it. If it was ten bucks, yeah, I would say it's definitely worth ten bucks. Fifteen, 
I don't know. It's kind of like I, I, I would want a little bit more gameplay out of it, a little bit more time. But uh, then again, as frustrating I was at the end of it, I was glad to have it done. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways. Probably around the Christmas sales, they'll be like 600 points or 800 at least. Yeah, hopefully. Well, you know, but then again, this is this was a pretty top title. I don't know. But don't miss out on it. At least try the demo, see what you think. So, on to our topics. I'm going to start out this week with a little discussion about Army of Two, the Devil's Cartel. And if you're wondering why we titled our show this week, Podcast of Two, when there's three of us, well, it was, you know, typically there's two of us, so it fit until Rob went on vacation. And then, and then he goes to Gen Con. He doesn't even go to Games Con. He goes to Gen Con. So, I don't know. I don't know if we can even let him back here. <laughs> but, uh, and of course the EA cartel, well, you know, first of all, EA publishes the game, so it fits. And I've heard from several people that EA is the devil, so I thought, well, that fits. So, <laughs> I thought, what a nice title. So, are you, either of you guys played the previous Army of Two games? Yeah, very played both. Person. Oh, I only played the first one. Did you like the first one? Yeah, my brother and I, uh, my brother-in-law and I had a blast with the first one. Um, we just haven't really, uh, took, took the time to go even look for the second one. Just all this other stuff came out. I think there are right games. They're not like something that you have to play, but they're, they're fun time wasters. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed them. The, I know the first one, what I didn't like was that you were restricted for playing online to people in your own country. So even though I played, you know, like I'd be online at the same time Soul Assassin was on or Fair Power, we, we couldn't play against each other. Because it wouldn't allow you to play with anybody in, in overseas, which was so stupid. Um, so that limited your online, you know, who you could play with online. Um, the second game, uh, they got rid of that. Um, and I enjoyed, again, I enjoyed the campaigns. They were fun. You know, it's it's always good to do a good buddy co-op game. So there's there's nothing to complain there. I'm sure I'll be, I'll be renting this one again. I didn't buy any of the others, but I'll rent the, this third one and... And give it a shot, but the game is being developed by Visceral Montreal, and they're going to use, oh boy, the Frostbite 2 engine. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that engine. What's wrong with that one? <laughs> Anytime I hear that name, I think I can only think of one game <laughs> that I loathe. <laughs> so everybody, it, it's the same engine that everybody's favorite Battlefield 3 game is made with. So, and the forthcoming Medal of Honor Warfighter. So. But um, I, I I just kid I kid no so it's cool because there'll be some destructible environments and they they should have a lot more to you know destructibility than previous games so I think that'll be kind of cool might be neat to see what they do with it um, oh but I am gonna say real quick when I'm thinking about it the ending <laughs> and I could spoil this for you carbide because it's been too long so it's too bad it's your own fault you haven't played it <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the the ending i'm not gonna tell you how it's in but the ending of of army of two uh whatever the sequel the second game it was a total cop-out it's like you don't actually complete the game it's like 
the AI does. <laughs> so it's like you just watch it happen. I couldn't believe I was like, are you kidding me? I don't actually fight the boss. It's like the AI takes the boss out. I mean, it was like I've never seen anything like that before. Didn't uh, you have like a like one of your like choices too? Like that was the ending was whatever your choice was. It I uh, it's it's been a long time. I don't remember. I just yeah. remember that it was like I got to watch the end of it. Mm-hmm. It's like I actually didn't play the end of it. It was like I was like, huh? <laughs> so yeah, I think there was like a choice that you made, and then you just watched it play out. So you didn't get to go into like this giant boss battle. I mean, you fought your way to that point, but it, it just seemed like you get there, and all of a sudden it's like, oh no, we're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm thinking uh, this new one. You don't even play as those two characters anymore, and they're trying to make this like a more serious tone. You play as like a dude named. I know it's like something along the lines of Alpha and something. It's not Omega, but it's. I can't remember what it Alpha, was. Alpha and Bravo, it says. Yeah. That's that's the level that they that was focused on or demoed at GamesCon, not where Rob is, um, was on Alpha and Bravo, or that was the level. So the two private military contractors who find themselves in the middle of a Mexican drug war. So yeah, you're right. Those are the two guys. So basically, this demo saw the, the two guys were slowly walking their way through a dilapidated building. So I'm assuming it's it's falling apart and crumbling. Of course, it's Frostbite 2. They're going to show that off. Uh, picking off enemies as they go. The environments are a lot more detailed. Um, and they said, uh, but as with other games that take advantage of Frostbite 2 engine, the game looks best. When it's tearing up these environments, so pillars, walls, doors, it all breaks and blows apart. So again, the game's going to probably pretty much look like you would expect from the Battlefield 3 engine. Um, there's a new new mode called Overkill, which is activated by pressing your, your LB, your left back, your left shoulder button, whatever. Uh, this allows players for a short but incredibly satisfying period of time to unleash massive destruction on the world around Alpha and Bravo, including the enemies. Uh, this was gruesomely demonstrated when the duo split up with one of them manning a Gatling gun in a helicopter. The Gatling gun literally tore enemies apart, removing their limbs and revealing sticky sinew. So, what? Well, there wasn't the. I guess that'll be. I don't know. Does that sound like terribly exciting to you guys? <laughs> It sounds just like a a thing that makes it gruesome. That sounds that's pretty much it. That's the thing. I mean, all these games now have. I mean, aren't we kind of used to all the bodies and limbs being ripped apart and seeing the innards? I mean, yeah, look at Sniper Elite right there. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. This one's just. Um, it's almost like they're trying to. You know, they're showcasing this new mode, and I was like. Okay. It, it, to me, it sounds like something that we've seen many times before, but. So, but the game, it's pretty much gonna be, you know, the same as before. You got your, your core game of your, you and your buddy trying to survive through the game together. Um, uh, for instance, uh, the player watching his partner from the helicopter can make things easier for his buddy 
on the ground by strategically blowing up gas tanks dotted around the rooftop, killing enemies, and basically carving out a path for them. So um, the game is set to launch on March of 2013. So I guess we can pretty much say this won't be a next-gen game. It'll be on current-gen titles, which is nowadays when we talk about new games, it's kind of like we don't know when it's going to, you know, it's going to be on 360. Is it going to be on next Xbox? We don't know. But this says 360 in March, so. Hopefully this is, uh, unlike Zombie Wranglers, a fun co-op experience. <laughs> zombie Wranglers. Oh my goodness. Carbide, you need to pick up Zombie Wranglers, dude. It's the best zombie <laughs> game you'll ever play. <laughs> it sounds great. It's it like ten times better than Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played Walking Dead either. I actually did the demo of that one. but. What did you think of the Walking Dead game? It's a point and click, so I'm... I'm actually I'm really picky on my games and point and clicks and RPGs are just not my forte. I just I don't know. I like the show is great. Like I was like wow at the very end of that the second season there, but that's about it. Oh um, yeah, that was. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> woo, uh, I can't, that's right. But, but what's interesting is it's like the game. I'm not a, not into point and click. But I played this game and got hooked. The game got me to watch the show. Yeah. And now the show, now I'm reading the comic, and it's like I am dying for the next season to get here. <laughs> it's, oh, it's I really enjoyed the game. So, but yeah, point and click is definitely just not some people's cup of tea. I, I might have to try it again. I just did the demo, and I probably maybe played. Oh, what was it? When you break into the house. And, oh, then I'm yeah. like, and then at the very beginning, I was like, oh, this is it. And I was like, ah, delete. And then <laughs> that is the first thing else. you do is break into the house. Yeah, that that was it. That was like, so you didn't eh. get very far. <laughs> no, like I said, point and clicks aren't my thing. I'd say just buy it if the worst thing, you're out five bucks. Yeah, like I got 12,000 points sitting in my account, so I kind of burn in a hole in my pocket. There's just yeah. nothing coming up that I kind of want to get, so... The, um, and this is a game that's more based on story. I mean, there's not really a lot of gameplay. It's more of story-based. And, I mean, that's, I think, what that, I mean, that's what got me into it, you know, was the story. And then the, the second episode, oh, my goodness. I, I mean, wow. It was intense, man. It was like watching the show. It, it was just, yeah, it was good. So, yeah, you might want to, you know, but, again, if you don't like point and click, it's just, it may not, no matter no matter how good the story is and how much you like the TV show, if you don't like point and click, it's just probably not going to register and pull you in. So yeah, well, you know what? I'm on Xbox.com right now, and I'm, I'll add it to my download queue, so I'll try it again. Yeah, try to try to at least go through the <laughs> through the demo, get a little. I'll go, further I'll go ten minutes. There you go. <laughs> Instead of five, I'll go ten. Yeah. So that should get you to that first thing saying you've unlocked an achievement to on to get it press x to purchase yeah to purchase, <laughs> to purchase yeah. so um all right so we talked about battlefield a few minutes ago and i don't think it's any surprise that battlefield 4 is coming and i think we talked about this in a previous episode that battlefield 4 was officially announced um so the question i know a lot of people had was are we going to get like a Battlefield 2142? Are we going to go in the future? Is it going to go back to, you know, previous time? Is it going to stay current? 
Um, they, you know, EA is, uh, has already got their Medal of Honor Warfighter going on. That's that's current generation. But uh, we finally found out that the game is going to stay in the modern day. Um, Good. So they, they say that they feel it's a place that they can be and continue with the series and that Battlefield 4 can live in this space and be very successful. So, again, you know, EA's kind of... They got a really good idea, I think, here, if they're going to go after Call of Duty. They get Medal of Honor one year, you get Battlefield on a two-year cycle, then you got Battlefield's the offset year. You're still getting a shooter, but it's not the same game every year. So, for those fans of Battlefield, you get, like, your game for two years. You know, your Medal of Honor fans, you get in your game for two years instead of having to upgrade every year. You know, so I can... Then the- in that two years, you know, what's going to change? That's the big thing. I'm like, I'm done with Call of Duty. I sat in line for Modern Warfare 3 and I even sat in line for Modern Warfare 2. And I played them and, and it's just the same thing. Story is a little, you know, different, but man, that multiplayer, like Battlefield, it's just so different. So I'm kind of wondering what Modern Warfare, uh, Battlefield 4 is going to be like different wise or is it just going to be tweaked you know just that much that little bit more Uh, that's what i'm kind of wondering about well another thing too for those that liked bad company um carl magnus trodson who is um i don't know one of the he's like the main dude over there at dice he also stated that um a bad company, another bad company game is not out of the question. So just because they're doing another Battlefield 4 does not mean that they've killed the bad company series. So I would like to see a bad company game again, but I want to see the campaign done in the same vein as the first game. Because the first one was funny. You know, the campaign was great, the first one. And it's like the second one, they, they kind of took the humor out of it. It's like, it still had its moments, yeah. It just, it was not as good. You know, I just love that quirkiness and, you know, the, the camaraderie of those guys in the first game, so. Yeah, the redneck, <laughs> redneck oddery or whatever you want to say. Yeah. So it was pretty good. But a closed beta test for Battlefield 4 is expected later next year. Um, but they are still gonna, and they said this again, won't impact their, the downloadable content that's coming for Battlefield 3. And they're not going to, supposedly they're not going to stop supporting Battlefield 3 after Battlefield 4 comes out. So, but, I don't know, EA might stop supporting it when they shut Battlefield, Battlefield 3 servers down. <laughs> oh, Battlefield 4 is out, let's shut Battlefield 3 servers down. So, it's just, and okay, I get nothing out of you guys today. Wow. <laughs> All right. Enough EA bashing, enough Battlefield bashing for me. Eh, I'm not a big fan. I, I, it's, yeah. It is what it it's is. It's just there. Ooh, you, you have more modern combat. Yippee. Congratulations. <laughs> but how modern? Like Future Soldier modern? Or That's today's future. modern? Today's modern. Today's modern? Yeah. Oh. It's just another modern shooter. <laughs> yeah. All right, Stuart. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you put you in a hot spot here uh, and make you make you give the next topic. And all I'm gonna say 
I'm like, here's your topic, all right? And then you got to just roll with it, all right? Crisis 3, go. Uh, insane. That's all I got to say. I am – I was just looking at a joystick thing, and that game is looking better and better and better all the time. Like the, the hunter mode that they're coming out with, it just brings – like I posted on Facebook. I think I posted the video on there as well. It just brought me back to the PC days where you're playing Alien vs. Predator multiplayer and your Predator cloaked and the humans are chasing after you, you know, with their motion sensors and then you stop moving. They walk right by you because you're all cloaked and everything. You just sneak up behind them and just shank them with your, with your knife. You know, same kind of thing for this hunter mode. And I am looking really forward to this game, I should say. I just, it's like one of those things that just can't come soon enough. Are you excited about using a crossbow? Because it looks like... Is it, the bow it should, and arrow? Or a bow yeah. and arrow, yeah. A bow and arrow is uh, yeah. going to be a pretty big uh, weapon in this game, right? Yeah, like I remember on that one podcast, I think it was Democulus and I were saying that uh, if you use your bow and arrow, your, your cloak doesn't... Uh, burn out i guess you know it doesn't dissipate instantly like once you shoot your gun then your then your uh energy is like done but with your uh, bow and arrow it stays up so it's gonna be it's gonna be an adjustment i think it might be like the throwing knife for uh you know the call of duty games kind of thing you know i just have to it's something different so we'll have to see yeah what do you think jake uh dark you, you into um, uh, Crisis? I'm not going to buy it if I get it through Gamefly. Sure, I'll play it. Uh, the only thing is just like, it's, an, it's another shooter to me. It's just, I don't know. It's just another shooter. Just another shooter. Just another shooter. But it's a different shooter, though. That's the thing. You get Call of Duty, they're, they're the same shooters. You get yeah. Bla- uh, Battlefield, the same shooters. You know, you get... Uh, you know, Gears of War, it's the same style, but this is like, you can, there's three different paths you can choose. You can go full on assault, you know, throw in your armor mode. You can be somewhat neutral, you know, armor and stealth, or you can go full on stealth and just try to sneak past everything. So. Yeah. In the second one, I think I played about 10 matches. I just did the same thing. I didn't learn anything. I just run and gun and die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in the bow and arrow. I like bow and arrows. I play those every any game that has that. I use that all the time. Yeah. So I'll be interested if I get that from the very start. Then hooray, I'll play that. But if I don't, then I'll painstakingly play through it until I get the bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, like for me, when I saw this video, I, that's why I played the first Crisis. Is it's been sitting on my hard drive, and I'm like, I played it on the computer. Uh, I played the Crisis Warhead. I'm just kind of looking at it right now because um, I got the, the Maximum Edition pack. And so it just – that video made me scratch that itch to be like, hey, I got to play Crisis again. And I 100%ed Crisis 2, so I'm going to try to do the same thing with Crisis 1. I think Wing has always said that too, you know, just for Borderlands. You 100%ed Borderlands. So you want a 100% Borderlands 2. Yep. And I'm kind of like in the same thing, you know, with Assassin's Creed. Love Assassin's Creed. And all I have left is one multiplayer achievement on Brotherhood, and then I've 100%ed everything. 
And then same thing with, uh, with Crisis. I want to do that. Modern Warfare 3, it might take me a lot longer because I don't really give a crap about that show or that game anymore. It's just the same. I haven't even beat the single player yet. I've played maybe two hours of it. It's just like, eh. But, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. I'm just looking forward to it. Do, do you happen to know, and I unfortunately didn't look this up, but do you have any idea when this game's coming out? Uh, I thought I heard February, February 2013. That's what I think is, uh, February. That seems, February or March, I think it is. I mean, wow. That's soon, two. huh? Yeah, so it's either going to be, you know, Army of Two or Crisis Two or Crisis Three. Yep, February 2013. Yep, you guys are yeah. right. So I'll be, I, yeah, I may have to, I think I can see two rentals in February, so. I'll just be playing Dead Space. Oh, that's right. Dead Space is coming out as well. Dead Space Which is three. also a good, um, transfer or lead into a next story topic. This place hits February fifth. Okay, yeah, well, okay. So you, you skipped a couple stories, but that's okay. <laughs> all good. It's all about I the like lead-in. Yep, it is. It's about the lead-in. So uh, that's right. So man, that's that's going to be a pretty busy February then, because now we what do we got? We've got Dead Space three, Crisis three, and Army of Two, and all of them are EA titles. The first three months is just another fall. Like, it's now becoming another fall. You know, they just want to cram these games down your throat and take all your money. They figured, you get, you know, yeah, get all this money because people are buying for Christmas. Well, nowadays everybody gets money for Christmas or gift cards. So guess what? They spend that money after the holiday season. So give me something to go buy. So. Oh, really? All I get is socks. <laughs> <laughs> socks and clean underwear. <laughs> Well, you, you can never have enough clean underwear, so. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, Dead Space 3, February 5th in North America, and of course, February 8th for our friends in Europe. And, uh, well, that's gonna be co-op too, so that'll be interesting. Because have you guys played the first two Dead Space games? Sure did. Loved them. How about you? I, I don't do horror games. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're I, going I, in nicely for Rob. <laughs> I get scared. Yeah, I get I get scared really easy. I'm surprised. You know, Walking Dead didn't really phase me. I'm watching the show and I'm like, yeah, that's gonna happen. Oh, look, it just did. Oh, I wouldn't go down there. Oh, you just did and just died. Good job. <laughs> but sometimes I I think the scariest game that I played was uh, I hate to say it, but Doom 3D. Back in the PC glory days. Uh-huh. Oh, I played that on the Xbox, and I threw a controller at my friend's head when I was playing yeah. it. It's it's scary. Like I, that was when I was, you know, fifteen. I don't even know how long ago, but I just stick to the action. That's that's me. <laughs> I'm a big wimp. I'm well, like six five, and I'm a big wimp. Now, what about if you've got someone to walk through it with you and hold your hand? Mm. No, no. <laughs> well, the co-op I think will be more action based from what they've shown, but hopefully they just wanted to show action and not suspense. So hopefully it's not the case, but it might be the case. Though 
I'll tell you one thing, man. I remember the first Dead Space when I was playing, and I, you know, I get a little creeped out too. I can admit that. And I was playing this level, man, and and I got to a point where I did not want to walk down the corridor. I just didn't, because I'm like, I you, they were you were hearing things, and the sound in their their games is amazing. These guys can just build the tension up, like unlike any other developer, any game I've ever played. And when I'm sitting there going, I'm really scared to walk down, any further down this corridor. That says a lot for for the development team and what they've been able, just the environment they've been able to build. And I'm just playing a game. I'm sitting here on my couch. What am I scared of? You know. I didn't want to walk down there. Because <laughs> so, you knew what was going to happen. Well, I, I knew something was going to happen, or I was expecting it. And it was, it's just, it's crazy, you know, crazy intensity. So I'll be all over this. I'll definitely be playing it. Uh, I enjoyed the, the last two games, so I'm looking forward to playing. Man, that's going to be a busy month. Yeah. Three uh, Three major titles in a month. You don't have to buy them all, though. You don't need the Crisis or Army of Two. Well, I'm not gonna. I'll be renting them. I won't buy yeah. any of them. But still, it's it's uh, and that's if I can even get them through the rentals. So. Yeah, those will be some big contenders to fight for. Yeah, they will be. Get have to buy like a three out at a time pass and have all three out, and then you can maybe get one of those filled with uh, a new hit title. And I'm just going to, I'm just flipping forward here, not to mention, I'm looking at the release, the site that I look at for release dates. Currently, there's also Bioshock Infinite and Aliens Colonial Marines set for that month as well. (laughs) I want to play them all. That's five big titles in one month in February of next year. It's not even like it's more than one a week. Yeah, it's gonna Jeez. something's gonna get bumped or delayed. Well, yeah, probably aliens because that always gets pushed back. Or crisis, just to polish it up to make it more look pretty. Yeah. And then the very beginning of March is the next Tomb Raider is scheduled. So, me yeah, gotta play that. So we're gonna save your pennies, kids. <laughs> save your pennies from Christmas. You're gonna need it, and you're gonna need all your money in February. Yep, hurry up and get out there with your lemonade stand before the summer's over and get some quarters. Yep, lots of quarters. So, all right. Well, I want to jump back a little bit. Um, have you guys, are either of you guys, fans of the Hitman series? It exists. I think. Yes. So you're like, yes, you're a fan. I like I like the Hitman. <clears throat> okay. So have you seen any of the trailers? Or did you pre-order and play the uh, free free contract mode or whatever that came with uh, the sniper thing? The sniper challenge, yeah. No, I never pre-ordered. I seen the trailers. I'm trying to think. It was the gameplay. I think it was the E3 gameplay, and it kind of got me intrigued. But I just have I'm on the fence about it. I do like the Hitman. I like the whole sneaking stealth kind of thing. But uh, I think after Blood Money, I was like, meh. It's getting to be the same, I guess, but it looks interesting. See, now I've never played a Hitman game, and when I saw this at E3, it was like, wow, you know, those gameplay trailers looked amazing. This looks yeah. pretty fun. 
and I'm actually looking forward to giving this one a whirl too. But there's um, it says IO Interactive, the, ma- the guys making the game. They're taking some inspiration from fans for its new contracts mode. So to take a break from the usual mission objectives in past Hitman games, players challenged friends to take down random NPCs within the world. Hitman Absolution gives this homegrown metagame a place to live. What's interesting about contracts mode isn't that you can create targets for friends to take down online. It's how you do it. So Hitman Absolution has no level editor to create your contract. You actively play out a regular mission and then add variables on the fly. Absolution will track what you do and build an assassination out of it. If you kill someone with a knife without getting caught, that's how that hit has to go down when you share it with your friends. If you escape through the elevator at the end, so must anyone who accepts your contract. If you opt to dress as a chicken, the contract contractor must use that disguise to reap the full reward. Because you can make any old character a target, you can make your hits as simple or as complicated as their typical AI routine allows. So the faster they complete all of these goals, the more money they'll earn to unlock gear, guns, and disguises for later use. Um, so, so now the changing the goal parameters on the fly, these things include environmental kills, weapons used, and disguises worn. Um, so do you think that, uh, is this changing up enough for you, Carbide, to maybe make you relook at it? Yeah, it actually sounds really interesting. I have to kind of look at that, what you just read there, and just kind of see if the the pictures, but that does seem kind of more intriguing to unlock stuff <clears throat> for multiplayer and everything like that. So, Yeah, I think kinda. this game looks cool. This looks like one I might have to actually add to my collection. Yeah. Sounds like a... Um, if, if I heard you right, it sounded like a, like an Assassin's Creed multiplayer thing. You know, you have to sneak around, but you could be, you know, that guy, hand, the chicken dressed up hand, handing out flyers, you know, and uh, the guys that you have to assassinate walks right by you as the pizza delivery boy kind of thing, you know. <laughs> it kind of sounds sounds like that. And if that's the case, man, that's going to be really interesting, like to unlock that kind of stuff, to, to have that in multiplayer, that'd be... That'd be really interesting to hear, if that's what I heard you say, right? Yeah, it's like you're going to go through and do it, and then you create your contract, your contract, and other people have to do it the way you did it. So yeah. you can make it really complicated, you know, and make it really hard for other people to try. You know, some of these guys that just are so awesome at this game could probably make some pretty complicated, you know, missions. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And it's always fun. I mean, the contracts mode, this is almost like, you know, like a leaderboard, like, um, oh, what's the game? Bulletstorm. You know, you had, you had the, uh, how fast you could go through a level and, and how many points you could get. And you had an instant leaderboard against all your friends. So you, it's like you're competing against them. All of a sudden you got this other game, you know, outside of the original game, you're, you're competing for like scores against your friends. And yeah. it, it brings that whole arcade, you know, original arcade where it's always about the score, you know, back into your modern games. And I think that's pretty cool. Sounds like horse. You ever yeah. play that when you're a kid? Horse, you know, just you have to take that shot and then the other yep. guy has to do the exact same thing. Yep. 
<laughs> there you go, horse and, and hitman. <laughs> horse and hitman. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, our next one is uh, we're going to jump over to another scary game. Oh no! But uh, it's not a game. It's an online service coming from Capcom, and uh, they're going. They have revealed a Resident Evil online service. So Capcom has announced that Resident Evil .net for Resident Evil Six. This service, which you can access for free. Whoa. Get that, EA? Here's a free service. Are you li- <laughs> Listen up, well, boys. Battle, Battle boys. Log was free. I get Battle Log's free. Um, Elite is free. At the bait, you know, you can get all that stuff for free, so I can't, I can't knock EA. Um, this tracks your game's progress and that of your friends. It'll turn a single player game into a kind of competition. Shows your graphical representations of every stage you've completed, including stats like weapon preference, kill counts. Um, if one of your best, if one of your friends beats one of your scores on a level, it'll send you a tweet telling you to get to a console and get it back. <laughs> so, um, so that's cool. It's just uh, you know, update stat service. Um, it says you'll all able to see the updates through the service in real time. Allowing you to check your friend, allowing to check if your friends are available for co-op, and if they're closing in on your high score. Um, exclusive unlockables will also be linked through the service as an incentive to use it. So I guess we're all going to have to log in once to get some kind of unlockable at least. So they're going to have community events uh, through this service and and whatnot. So. Uh, by participating in large-scale community events, you'll get Resident Evil points, which can be used to unlock extras like Resident Evil diorama figures. There'll be smartphone and table apps, too, if that's your bag. So, there you go. A little bit, a little bit more. We're seeing a lot more of this type of stat stuff and websites and stuff committed to games, it seems like. Uh, you know, Battlefield... I think led the way with stats, but it was the stats were there, but it was like these, you know, other people that tapped into EA's stats or you know Battlefield stats and made all these stat services, and then it's like Activision, you know, uh, with Modern Warfare 3 was kind of the first ones I think to capitalize on it with the Elite service. Now we've seen it for Battlefield. We know uh, Graz got it, but they don't charge you for the what is the one for Graz Carbide. Oh, Ghost, Ghost Recon, Recon Network. Network, yeah. yeah. And they don't charge you for that, but there's not a lot there either. Nah, yeah, there's heat maps, and that's about it, really. Yeah, I think you can't even, they don't even track all your stats, because it's like, well, how many kills have I done of this? And Oh, no, they, they, they track that, yeah. But they do the heat maps, and then you can you log in to do, um, I'm trying to think, uh, your gunsmith. Right. So you can gonna... actually transfer your guns over. There was something a couple of us were talking about one day. We were trying to figure out how to find, and they didn't have any kind of tracking. I don't know what it was we were looking for, but it was something that wasn't tracked. Oh, yeah, I don't know. So, but anyways, yeah, the Ghost Recon Network is out, and now Resident Evil. So, there you go. Got some more more stat tracking. Yay. Well, at least they're not charging you for it, so. That you know of. That's that's the yeah. free version that they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they'll probably have a pay version. Because that's such a popular franchise, you would think that they would have 
something that's uh that they're gonna charge for, but so uh and the last thing I've got is I don't know if you guys have seen the video, and I know carbide you're not a fan anymore, but Call of Duty Black Ops Two multiplayer it's gonna have a little something new in it this time, and this I thought was pretty cool uh, I wish I had. You know, I wish I was this quick on my on my feet and in in my mind that I could, you know, do what they did in the video that for this. But they gonna have a feature called shout casting. Now I think Carbide, you were the one that asked, "What the heck is a shout cast?" Right mm-hmm. on our Facebook mm-hmm. page. So shout casting essentially it's almost like, you know, color commentary during a game. So during like um a lot what is it Major League Gaming. They they actually do this type of stuff, I guess, for, for these competitions where they're recording all the games and there's people giving commentary about, you know, and people are watching on TV screens and, and they're listening to these two commentators basically talk about the game, just as if you were watching a baseball, soccer, football, whatever, hockey game. You're listening, you know, if you're listening on the radio, you're watching on TV, there's people basically explaining to you what's going on in the whole game. And that's what this is. So... You can have, you can go into this now, when you're doing this, you're not actually playing the game. It's more of like you're spectating. But you can, you can control where you're at, you can follow a guy, and you're recording it live. Um, so you're recording this match and, and, you know, talking about it. In the video, they were like, you know, oh, and he takes a knife to the head, and, you know, they're calling out player names and what they're doing, and, you know, no, this guy's on a 15-0 run. Oh, he just took it, you know, a tomahawk into the back of his skull, and he is finally down, you know. It's just these guys were just commentating on the match. And it was actually pretty funny to, to, to watch because um, the guys were pretty funny doing it. But this ability, what's really cool about it is that what they've said, what the developer is saying, is that you will actually be able to um, do your shoutcasts and actually – people will be able to watch them back on any media device, any platform. So you can watch them back on, if you're recording on your 360 and you're doing the match, you're going to be able to obviously upload it to like Facebook, to YouTube. People are going to be able to probably watch them on their iPhones and whatnot. So they're, they're going to have a lot of that type of uh, capability built in so you can publish this out there for the world to watch. And I think this will be fun to watch some of these because you know there's going to be people that – are going to do this and really take the time to do it right and make some pretty funny commentaries. Pretty yeah. Hopefully it's just not like a part of Call of Duty Elite Premium or anything like that. That would suck. Well, my guess, because I thought of that, but my guess is they just said it's in there. They didn't, you know, I don't recall them saying anything requiring something. It's part of the multiplayer. So what they'll probably do is, you know, like even with Elite, you can save, I think, four videos. Mm-hmm. If you want to save more, then you got to pay for Elite. You know, Elite gives you more videos that you can save and more downloads or upload space or whatnot. So that's probably what they're going to have something like here. You know, you might be able to do something locally, and then you may have to upload it to YouTube or something. But, you know, maybe with the Elite service, then you'll get more options with it or something. But Or with the new dashboard stuff like that, too. To help kick that up there. Yeah, so I think it's a neat idea because it's basically giving you the ability to capture game footage without having a game capture device. 
Yeah, uh, well, we'll see. We know how Activision plays their game. But even for those that are Call of Duty haters, yeah. I, when I posted my story, I said, this is a Call of Duty story, but don't hate on it because check it out. The, the, and my point was the technology. It's cool to see this come in here because you know this other people will, are going to steal it. It will be in other games. You will probably eventually see something like this in a Halo game. You'll probably see something like this in a Battlefield game. You know, it, it's it's going to make its way there. So that's what I thought was cool. Granted, it was it was neat. I liked the idea. Um, I don't know how well it works because even like doing videos, trying to capture your videos, I've with Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, and that's the latest one, man. It's still I find it really tough to make your video and like get it to, to do what you want with a mm. controller. It's like, I wish I could capture this and move it to my PC and, and use my, my my mouse and keyboard to edit my videos. I think they'd uh. do a lot better. But, you know, it'll be the first iteration. It'll probably be a little clunky and rough. But I liked the tech. I liked the idea. I like to see where this can go. I think this could be fun for, for a Friday Night Life. Well, uh, no doubt. You know, we got people on, and hey, I just sit back, you know, and especially like if it's a game that, like Battlefield, okay, I suck at it, I don't want to play it, but guess what? I can uh, sit back and shoutcast it, and I would have a blast doing that. And then yeah. we could publish that out, and and all the community could, you know, watch this replay, and I think that would just be really cool. And it's, get it's some, huh? Get some good moves from. The other players that are actually good at the game. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's being that it's being designed for more of a broadcast style program. It yeah. it should be a lot a lot more powerful than just simply you know recording a video footage. You know, like we do now. You know, it, it should it should have a lot more features built in that you can jump from player to player and just you know get these different camera angles and stuff. It might be a little easier to use. Um, it's going to record your voice as you're talking, and it's just, I think it's, a, the technology is, it's like, cool, this looks like something fun. I'm definitely looking forward to making some comedic, if it's free, videos. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> no. But that's it for Call of Duty Black Ops 2. So, coming to a shoutcast near you. <laughs> So, Jacob, or Dark Guy, I think you got the next uh, story. Well, uh, as you all know, Borderlands 2 is coming next month, and with it comes a another female character named the Mecromancer as a future DLC character. Well, they have announced at Gamescom that she has a skill tree based off of making you better at the game and helping you out a little bit. It's called the Best Friends Forever skill tree, and it's just basically just helps you out in the game. And one of the guys with the game, uh, the lead designer, John Hemingway, referred to it as a girlfriend mode and caused a bunch of controversy with making it saying, like, the girls suck at games, but then that got all over and 
with and Randy Pitchford's like, oh, if you say it's girlfriend mode, you're not informed. So if you have somebody that doesn't do well at games and you want to play with them, like your wives or your boyfriends, if you're a girl gamer or anything like that, have your like siblings or your your uh, sons or daughters play the game with you if they're of age, uh, then you can have fun. Yeah, I know there's some girls out there that could mop the floor with us guys. <clears throat> oh, definitely. So, and I'll let them. <laughs> <laughs> any any word yet on when this Mecromancer is coming out? Um, I've heard that it's actually coming out sooner than they thought, so I would probably say within the first month or two. Yeah, I think originally I heard it was 60 days, but I, you're right. I think I saw something today. It said it's they're gonna get it's gonna be out quicker than they expected. So definitely looking forward to another character to max out. Yep, I can't wait for that game, dude. I am so excited. So that's why I planned my trip early this time, so I wasn't going to be out of town when the game released. Like I've done the last two quarters, it's like I, I'm always out on the road when uh, when the next big title I want is out. So it's sitting yeah. in my house, and I'm sitting in some hotel across the country going, I want to play. <laughs> Not this time. I'm taking the day off, in fact. So. Yep, we got to get the band together and do some heavy co-op. Definitely, definitely. I'm going to take the day after off, so... So when it arrives the day of release, I'll be ready to play that that evening, all through the night, into the next day. I'm going, man. I'm going for it. Definitely. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. All right. Well, that that wraps up the topics I had. You guys got anything else that uh, you've heard around the water cooler this week that you guys want to talk about? None that I can remember. Yeah. So nothing important. I'm in the same boat. I got nothing. Um, for all you that have kids and got onto that Skylanders craze last year, like as dumb as I was, I did that. I'm not doing it this time. But Skylanders Giants is coming out this holiday season. It'll be out for October 21st. So, um, yeah, prepare for that. So It'll probably sell gangbusters again. I am now not, that everyone's jumping right onto it. I'm not getting into it again, man. I'm not doing it. I, I almost threw all the things away. I, I, I look at all these stupid things I got on my shelf, and I'm like, why? Why did I get sucked into that? And you'll probably never play the game again, <laughs> if not once or twice more times. No, my 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 old son wants to play it. He was bugging me uh, yeah. again. But we we were doing some other stuff, so we were too busy to get to to get to it. But no, well, he's been you. bugging me. He wants to play, and he plays it on his DS all the time. Oh so. yeah. So he well, he likes having the characters. Now that you're gone and not hogging the Xbox this week, he can probably get some game time in. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, school. Yeah, go to school, kid. <laughs> but um, and then the, the last thing that I have actually is Mass Effect Three Leviathan DLC is coming out August twenty eighth. So that is, what, two weeks away? A week from this Tuesday. Um, and this is a single-player DLC. And it'll be out on the 29th for our friends in Europe. Oh, no, that's European PS3 users have to wait an extra day. So 
everywhere August 28th for PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. This uh, is going to expand a single-player campaign tasking Shepard with discovering the most closely guarded secret in the galaxy before the Reapers silence it forever. So, there you go. It's before you die. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> this DLC takes place before you already died. So... Oh, I got one more thing as well. Um, the Walking Dead episode three that we covered earlier <gasps> that is sent off to be graded, and as soon as they're done with that, they'll let us know when we've got it. I can't wait. It's I gonna want be it. real fun. I want it now. <laughs> so, um. Sorry. Um, anyway, sorry, my kids are coming in to say goodnight. They're all worried that I'm not going to see you. Oh, I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, so we'll move on. We're going to wrap this show up here pretty quick. we got our games coming out this week. And then we've got, uh, uh, what else do we have? Oh, I think that's about it. No friends list, though. Well, we... We, we we had a Google Voice. But then... Some loser guy. I don't know who he was, but it probably, the quality probably wasn't that good. So so, but then 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 that loser guy joined the podcast this week. So you said oh, yeah. toss it out. <laughs> but all right, let's. Uh, why don't we? Which of you is the big Transformers fan? Oh, I will be playing this game Tuesday. All right. Well, then this... why don't why don't you tell us about it? Alright, this week we got, on Tuesday the 21st of August, we've got the sequel to Transformers War for Cybertron. It's going to be the fall of Cybertron. And this game takes you back and you play as the Autobots and the Decepticons again, and you're taking off the final war on Cybertron. You're going to be playing as your favorite Transformers, Optimus, Megatron, Shockwave, Bumblebee, Cliffjumper, Starscream, and others like Grimlock. And you experience the fall of Cybertron through missions geared to your robot's unique abilities. With the end of the world and the balance, the game brings out the biggest firepower Cybertron has to offer, including the Dinobots and the Combaticons of the Bruticus. I think that's not the Combaticons, though. I don't know. I can't remember what it's the. Oh, and then the city bot Autobot or the city-sized Autobot Metroplex, which is going to be awesome to control with Optimus. The franchise's most powerful. Um, the most powerful something. This is awful. Character podcasting. creator. Character creator lets you <laughs> enter twelve robot multiplayer battles with the ultimate weapon, a totally customized transformer of your own creation. Yeah, I don't know if you guys played the demo, but the customizer that they have for the multiplayer looks pretty interesting. It looks like a lot of customizable. And bring your toy days to life instead of customizing your own Transformers by ripping them apart and putting them together. You can do it on a game. So, pretty excited about this. What about you guys? I did the demo and I almost threw my controller because I got so frustrated with it. But then uh, I was over at a friend's house last night, and we were just waiting for uh, to go out to a movie, but they were playing it, and I kind of sparked it again, so I'm still sitting on the fence about it. 
I'll pass. Yeah. Have you, you guys played the the first one? No. Yeah. About ten minutes. Yeah. I'll definitely <laughs> recommend it if you guys like are fans of the you know, the G one show that takes place before that before they enter Earth. So I I bought it and traded in within like a week. I was like, Oh, this I was expecting something totally different. Oh yeah. But uh like I was expecting them to look like G one and uh especially the multiplayer. But then uh, my brother-in-law, he's like, oh, they totally were, they totally were. And I was like, no, they don't. And that's what they kind of look like here. They they don't really look like it until you actually go into robot form, you know. Yeah. And then they kind of. They're all Cybertronian cars. Yeah, exactly. G1 versions kind of thing. Yeah, and that's what kind of turned me off of it. But then when I was playing the single-player demo, then I was like, oh, man, there's Bumblebee, you know, from the 1980s version, you know, and, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, uh and then my kids, they keep bugging me every day. Daddy, can you play Bumblebee? Daddy, can you play Bumblebee? So, like, I'm really sitting on the fence about it. Well, uh, GameStop has the pre-order pack for, uh, you get to play as the G1 Optimus with the truck, and then you get the Megatron yeah. gun and Shockwave gun. Yeah, so if I do, then I have to... <clears throat> they usually, usually they uh, have the pre-order stuff already. Like, even if I don't pre-order it, they... They sell it to you. Yeah, they the receipt get... and stuff. Well, this one, like the one I go to, they just, I didn't even pre-order, I'm not even going to, I can't even remember which game, because I usually pre-order them all, but I just went in, I think it was Rainbow Six Vegas 2. I saw it on TV, and I was like, oh man, that came out. So I went and bought it, and they gave me all the pre-order stuff with it. Huh. So I was like, sweet. Might get lucky. Yeah, might, might, so... They don't. The GameStops in the, in the United States don't do that. They're a bunch of jerks. <laughs> yep. They just want you to pre-order it when you go trade in the game. They're like, "Oh, you want to pre-order this? Oh, no thanks." Then they're like, "All right, then get out of my store." Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, they kind of do that here too. But yeah, no, it's it looks ah, it's just everybody's gonna be playing it now. Like especially my brother-in-law and a good friend of mine. So. It's just something different. That's what I yeah. want. It's different. I'm just getting bored of the same old, same old. So I'm like, then my kids really like it. So, well, I'm you're a big not, fan I'm of the the gears, is right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like the gameplay of that, except without cover. But then it also has three player co ops that you can play with your brother in law and your friend. So yeah, yeah, or any of you guys too. Well, uh, yeah. other than he's not getting it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I know it's. It's kind of an odd number, though, eh? Three players yeah. or something like that. It's like, hmm. Like, why not four? Oh, well. Oh, well. They didn't expect to have, like, enough copies for a unique four, so they had to go with the three. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. not everyone's buying it. Only three out of four is buying it, so we'll just do three-player co-op. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, there's that. Anything else for you guys? Not for me, nope. <laughs> no. Not there for me. Who wants to talk about the XBLA? Well, um, <laughs> I'm going to let Carbide, you got this, right? You see all that? Uh, we're going to yeah, go Expendables too. Yeah, I saw the movie opening night. so. I was, oh, how was I, it? Oh, <laughs> the best 
for you know 80s uh action figures kind of thing yep oh man chuck norris he is amazing he you know like you think well i don't do i want to spoil it or not because he it's nothing but one-liners in there too that that's the best part yeah oh man but chuck norris he's just that near the end he they're in an airport and he because chuck norris is the man right so he's just walking just walking down the middle of the place, just gunning everybody down and everybody's taking cover. He's just standing up, walking around. It's pretty funny. I didn't think it was a comedy, but yeah. <laughs> does he just play himself or is he uh, like an actual character? He's an actual character. Kind of oh, okay. like, you know, Stallone is Barney and yeah. you know, stuff like that. So yeah, they're their own thing, but yeah, it was, it was good stuff. It's definitely a, a popcorn flick for, oh. for, yeah so i wanted to go see it today but i didn't get the chance to so maybe yeah. one of my days off this week yeah it's a definitely i saw a total recall last night and kind of maybe want to play syndicate but huh. somebody's always busy with that one yeah <laughs> man mm, sorry so anyways love that game yeah all right so expendables 2 came out on uh august 17th and uh, what it is is you're Barney, Gunner, Caesar, and Ying Yang hired to rescue an extremely valuable kidnapped Chinese billionaire. It's all business until all hell breaks loose and the explosive mix of testosterone and kerosene detonates in a massive fireball that never lets up in a, as the relentless action concludes where the new movie begins. Expendables video game is the way for fans to experience all of their favorite explosive moments as their favorite stars in a four-player co-op action. You know, and I read a bunch of reviews because I was really, I downloaded it. I have not played it yet. But out of, was it, OM, OXM Online and then that uh, Stallion83, he's going for the 1 million gamer score. They both gave it 3 out of 10. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard nothing good about it. Yeah, which is kind of... typical movie game. Yeah, but oh, I I had my hopes for it. I, it looked if it had one-liners in it. Like I said, I haven't played it yet, but if it had its one-liners, then uh, then it'd be kind of funny. But I'm gonna give it a shot tonight, maybe after this, and see what if it really is worth it. What is it? It's twelve hundred points. So you guys probably not for you guys. It's fifteen dollars for me. It's like thirty. So oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it's really worth it, but, uh, that's what demos are for, right? So, yep. yeah. And yeah, we know it came out last week. Uh, somehow we missed it. So <laughs> that's why I put it in here for this week. And the reason I want, I actually downloaded the demo. I haven't tried it either. Um, but, uh, it's four player co-op and I'm like, oh, this gotta be good. Yeah. So I was a little, you know. I'm like, uh, even bad co-op games can be fun, unless it's Zombie Wranglers. So. Yeah, it's going to be another <laughs> Zombie Wranglers fun. <laughs> Maybe it's just a new skin of Zombie Wranglers. It's the exact same thing. It's just they skinned on Barney and Gunner and Caesar and those guys. I might actually play that if it's the same graphics and the same character style. I might actually play it. Then, <laughs> those, those characters look so goofy. Oh, uh, yeah. That might actually improve it. <laughs> So. Oh, all right. So, Dark Eye, I think you put this one in here, this next one. 
Oh, yep. Because um, I did not next... see this anywhere. Well, apparently, uh, the same day that Transformers Fall Cybertron comes out, August 21st, Counter-Strike Global Offensive comes out on XBLA. It's the Counter-Strike Global Offensive, otherwise known as Counter-Strike Go, will expend upon the team-based action gameplay that is pioneered when it's 12 years ago. Uh, features new maps, characters, and weapons, and delivers updated versions of the classic Counter-Strike content. So, are you, either of you guys big fans of the Counter-Strike on the PC days? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't know it was coming out that yeah. soon. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had a... I've heard other people playing the beta, not on the Xbox, obviously, but uh on the PC, and everyone says it's a good old Counter-Strike. So, if you liked it, you'll like this one. And there's probably going to be a trial like there is for everything... So, there you have that. Huh. Just Googling it right now just to see. Any idea on what the cost is going to be? Uh, I have no idea, but probably 1,200 points on Steam, I think. it. Uh, let me check and see how much on Steam really quick here. I know it's bad podcasting, but uh, you want to talk about the next game? Sure. Because this one is what everybody's been waiting for, and that's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure HD. <laughs> Coming out on August 22nd, the legendary JoJo Bizarre Adventure is now in HD with network support. This is the kind of quality JoJo fans have been raving about. Combat system. Take on a variety of quests, discover powerful upgrades throughout the massive open world, and uncover the story of an ancient civilization on the brink of extinction as you fight to uncover you. Whatever, it's a fighting game. I have no f- clue what this is about, but it's a Capcom game, so I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> but it comes out on the 22nd. So, this Wednesday. So, next! <laughs> next, yes. And so, 13.50 on Steam for Global Strike, or Counter-Strike Global Offensive. It'll probably be fifteen bucks on Xbox. So that was a discounted price too on Steam. It was like fourteen ninety nine or four ninety five oh. or something. Yep. So it'll be fifteen or twenty if they feel greedy. I'm thinking. I'm gonna guess twenty because you know they got to make their money somehow. And yep. Microsoft will add tech on an extra five bucks. That's their Microsoft tax. <laughs> so a lot of people will be buying it. So. I see a lot of Counter-Strike on your friends list. You know, I probably will. You? I, I, this Tuesday. Wow. That's... It kind of came yeah. out of nowhere. It's Just, like... Yeah. yeah. If you not everyone's playing it, then it's because no one knows it's out. I It'll be plastered all over it. the dashboard. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And here's my question. How did something like that not make the Summer of Arcade? You know? It's not exclusive. Oh, that's true. Good and point. And they couldn't get it, like, first exclusive, so they had to just push it out. Like, oh, well. But well, it won't be think... in a blood and violence like a mature-rated game. Because yeah. that's all the rest of those things. <clears throat> like, on the rest of Summer of Arcade, aren't those, like, more, you know, teen-based or family-based games? I think so. I don't remember any B 
big and bloody games coming out during that summer arcade. Let me just see here. Hybrid. I played that one, the demo. I just want to see what that one's. Uh, Wasn't that one a shooter? Yeah, it's a shooter. So I'm thinking at least an M, but... Online-based shooter. Well, unless it didn't have any... No, it's teen. It's only teen. Rated for violence. And what was the other one? Like Deadlight? Deadlight, yep. Oh, not D-Light. Then there's um, Tony Hawk. That's rated teen. And Wrecketeer. Oh, that's easily M. Rated stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid where you're dumb if you buy it. (laughs) Oh, no. Deadlight's rated M for blood, intense violence, (coughs) themes, and strong language. language. Yeah, I was going to say, it had some pretty foul language in there. So maybe it doesn't matter if it's... Yeah, so why didn't that show up on arcade? That would have been a, that would have been a good finale too. Yeah, certainly would have added some quality to the summer of arcade this yeah. year. Yeah, I think it was kind of lacking. So, I mean, even though I know people like the Tony Hawk series back in the day, I just don't think a rehash, you know, or an HD upgrade of a game should make it worthy of being a uh, summer of arcade title. Yeah, I played the demo of that, and it, they didn't tell you how to play it, and I forgot how to play Tony Hawk games after playing the three skate games, because those games are a lot better, and then so I didn't know what to do, so it just kind of ended, and it was like, alright, you get five minutes of play time, but uh, now you can buy it. Like, you didn't tell me how to play, so I'm obviously not going to buy it. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Well, you guys got anything else? Because that essentially wraps up our show for this week. I do not have anything. Alrighty then. Well, good. Then we can wrap it up and I can get the show put out to everybody so you guys can go download it in a little bit and listen to yourselves. Yeah. I love so. listening to myself, apparently. <laughs> I certainly do. Um, check us out. Uh, be sure to visit us at thisxboxlife.com. Um, you can email us at contact at thisxboxlife.com. So if you have any questions you want to ask in the show, you can email them to us or you can call us at 224-698-XBOX. That's 224-698-9269. You can also check out our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com forward slash thisxboxlife. We have a Facebook page. We do have a Facebook group. So check us out there. And links to these things are, you know, better yet, go to the Sexbox Life and just go to the Contact Us page there, and you'll see links to the YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So it's all there. And the voicemail a- address is there as well as email. So all you really need to know is the sexboxlife.com. Um, I did get a Twitter question this week um, from uh, Mr. S- Bam Sarlo. <laughs> uh, what happened to the forums, he says. Um, they went away. We just, uh, we were going to retire and then we changed our mind and we came back. We decided we didn't want the forums because they weren't really being used. Um, so there just really wasn't a point. So we, we decided not to do them. And there was a spam problem. No, uh, we didn't have problem. a, we didn't have a, yeah, we were, we, there wasn't, we took care of the spam a long time ago, but oh, yeah. somehow it had been compromised. According to DreamHost, the Viagra ads that were showing up on the Google bot or on the Google search pages 
and, and our site's pages being compromised were somehow coming through the forums. Um, so it just, you know, it just wasn't worth it. So everybody pretty much just listens to our show. So we don't, we don't have a lot of activity on, on the website. So the, the sites mainly just give us a placeholder to put our shows. Now on occasion, I will throw up a story. Um, I might be talking to, uh, Jacob here and, uh, our good buddy Soul Assassin, if they want to continue to post stories that they're interested in there, I'll talk to them about that. They're more than welcome to do that. So, but no, we're not going to have forums anymore. Uh, check out our Google page, our Facebook group. That's kind of where we're just going to, we're going to chit chat there. It's just easier. Everybody has Facebook. Uh, yep. the, hard, the hard part is, is you don't know who everybody is because it's by their real names and not their gamer tags. Game tags. So I know sometimes I see people, it's like, oh, who is that again? Who is that? You know, it's like I kind of sometimes I'm like, you know, I think like I see Stuart post and I'm like, Stuart, Stuart, who is it? That's got to be Carbide. Yeah, that's Carbide. That's right. You know, so sometimes it gets a little weird, but after you figure it out, you'll figure it out. So check check out our Facebook page. Um, we have a link to the group directly on our uh, contact us page. So. Or just go to Facebook and type in this Xbox Life in the search and you'll find it. Join the group. Um, and so. if you're really hankering for some forum action, go ahead and go to the achievementhounds.com slash forums. They got a pretty busy forum page, so check them out. I think I got robbed today from them. Uh, oh yeah, they sent on the thing. They, I think they robbed everybody, but I ended up having like 5,000 extra achievement points. So I was like, alright, sweet. So, oh, I, I guess I got a robbery refund. Yeah, that's I it. <laughs> that's what it is. I got a robbery refund, so. Yep, and then never join my parties because then I'll just rob you on the forums. Wow. That's what I do. Why they give me a refund? Why do I got all these points? I'm going to bank these things. <laughs> that's what I did. I was immediately banking these 5,000 points. That was a good... Good time to get into your robbery spree. Wait, you... let, me, let me buy some lotto tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they got, they're doing like achievements and medals and all kinds of stuff over there, but. They have a little arcade thing. They have virtual shop. You can buy real games. You can buy t-shirts and all that stuff. So check them out. They're the brother sister site. So I just signed on to them just as we were talking. There is a lot of activity. Yes. If you want to find games to boost, check out the Achievement Hounds website, achievementhounds.com. They're now a separate site. They've got a crazy amount of activity in their forums. I guess all you had to do is put achievement points in the forums. Yeah, and then you get people to come in. If I'd have known that, we would have done it. Because we looked at that a long time ago. But we we didn't want to put all these mods in because you do run the risks of, you know, when, like, when the forums get updated and the mods don't get updated, oh, that, that yeah. causes you. So they may have problems down the road. But Brian wanted to keep everything simple and clean to avoid the issues like we had. So hopefully Achievement Hounds won't run into that problem. But yeah, they got arcade games you can play. They got stuff you can buy, and they got tons of activity. I can't even keep up with the amount of posts over there. I don't know. Just half the time I'm like, uh, if it's introduction, I don't really care that much, so I'll just go into the stuff that I'm in already. I just wonder where were these people before? 
I know. They all, they, they, they all just show up out of nowhere, search achievements in uh, the <laughs> iTunes page, or are we having some unfaithful listeners not even coming out and speaking in the TXL, or what? I know. What's up? Not no way to represent. That's why we thought we weren't loved, man. Yep. Uh, like, that's, why that's why they quit. left. That's why we quit, man. Well, that's why I'll be on it. That's why I want it, because, like, no one's listening to us. <laughs> We always get the same couple people that say hi, and that's about it. So, I mean, I, I always say, you know, give us a call. I would love to hear from people we haven't heard from. People that Yeah, listen. they're tired of listening to me, so send in some voicemails, people. So, um, and I did see in our Facebook, someone new joined our Facebook group and said, I, you know, I'm glad you're back. I would not, I'm, or he was glad he didn't delete the podcast from his, you know, his feed. subscription feed thing, because all of a sudden it reappeared. And he's like, I'm glad I didn't know you were back, so. so it's always nice. Yeah, we're back. We won't leave you again. We're sorry. But anyways, with that, we're going to sign off so I can get the show posted, go get packed, and hit the road. I want to thank you guys both for hopping on with me. Um, uh, special thanks out to Niacin. He was going to jump on. Um, I did see him get on, but it was about in the middle of our show, so we just kept on uh, chucking on. But Niacin, we'll get you in maybe next week or something. Uh, in the future. Love to have you back on. And thanks to Carbide and Dark Eye Defender. Appreciate it. So No problem. You betcha. Anytime. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off and let you guys do it. I am Wingman709, taking off. This is Dark Eye Defender here, starting up the bus and heading out. This is the cool Canadian Carbide. Going to go play some Crisis or maybe some Rainbow Six. Will I flat me down? No need to be afraid. No one can bring me down. Say you're up to me.
And you hit the ground.